Welcome back to another episode of the Broken Rising podcast. In this episode, we're going to be discussing how the spirit of cynicism can lead you to embracing a modified gospel that facilitates your pain that you've experienced going through a broken under season instead of the healing of the Word of God. Welcome to the Broken Rising podcast. The mission of Broken Rising Ministries is to help those who have been wounded by a church leader find healing, embrace faith once again, and continue on the journey of their calling. Here's your host, Gary Dunn. Now, the goal of this short, brief series on cynicism and how we wrestle with cynicism after we've gone through a breaking under at the hands of a spiritually abusive church leader, um, it's really been about triage. It's really been about dealing with those initial emotions uh, and those issues that crop up uh, in that in the, in those that short season that happens right after a breaking under. We've explored rejecting cynicism and returning to a childlike faith. Uh, we explored how the enemy wants us to let go of our godly conviction for righteousness and how to keep off the cynical path and stay on a path towards holiness where we don't surrender our our convictions for holiness and righteousness in the Lord. In this episode, we're going to dig into the pitfalls of embracing the tendency to modify or buy into a modified gospel because of cynicism caused by spiritual and emotional uh, uh, spiritual and emotional abuse at the hands of a church leader that we once served. The word of God has the power to lead us on this amazing journey of healing in Jesus but not if we strip the word of God of its power to heal us, all right? We might end up just very well stripping the word of God of its power to heal us if we embrace a full modification of the gospel of Christ. So a couple things um, that we're going to go through uh, that hopefully will lead us out of that temptation to modify the gospel. The first one is that we need to be realized we need to realize that it's trendy to be a modificationalist christian it's trendy to be a modificationalist christian now when i use the term modificationalist that's actually a term that i kind of made up i just put uh, ist on the um uh on the word modificational and i don't even know what modificational is i just know that the spell checkers don't like that word so it is a word that i've made up kind of made up to be used in this context all right, so what I consider a modificationalist Christian is somebody who will modify the truths of the Word of God to suit their own ego, their own pain, their own theology, their own wounding, and even their own um, experiences in life to fit what they want it to fit in their own lives. Um, and so that's, that's what, for me, a modificationalist Christian is, or to modify the gospel. Now, you can call it by any name that you want to, all right? There's kind of cool, trendy names. There's old terminology and name that, that you can put towards it, but you can, you can call it by whatever name you want, deconstructionist, progressive Christianity, you know, even ex-evangelical. That's kind of a hip and trendy one to, to call it these days. And now I'm not making light of those that are maybe claiming to those monikers because uh, because of the pain and wounding and the, hypocr the hypocrisy that they've seen or the pain or the wounding that they've experienced. 
the Lord's grace and love and care for you is the same whether or not you, you know, use one of these labels to say what you believe or you claim that as part of your identity in Christ or whatever it is. Um, the thing is, is that since the advent of liberal theology in the late 1800s, there has been this loose or semi-organized um, attempt to modify the gospel of hope, to bring it more in line with what the world believes about, well, you name the issue. Um, whether it's, you know, what is truth, what is what is what is moral um, on all sorts of levels. Um, the the a modificationalist or what we would say, you know, a, a, those who buy into like a liberalized um, theology, they all bring it more in line with what the world believes than what the Bible believes. And so there is a great risk after we've been broken under if we are walking and wrestling with the issues of uh, criticism and cynicism you know, closer related, to be critical is to be cynical, to be cynical is often to be critical. Um, when we fall into to walking with that spirit instead of, instead of the Holy Spirit, uh, we, we can fall into the trap of modifying uh, the gospel to suit our pain and our wounding and our ego. Now, with that being said, not every Christian who has been broken under or who has experienced a wounding falls into this cynicism and this you know, the temptation to modify the gospel, or like we talked about in our last episode, the temptation to, you know, drop our conviction for righteousness. Um, not every Christian does, but many do. And so that's what this particular episode is for. And maybe say you're not struggling with this. Well, this episode is still going to be helpful. Um, these episodes on cynicism will, because you always want to be watching for uh, what the enemy is going to want to do in your life, which is to try to uh, make you walk in cynicism instead of faith, hope, and peace, and love, and joy with Jesus. All right, so um, it's trendy uh, to be a modificationalist Christian. So what I mean by that is that the primary lens through which a modificationalist Christian sees the world and the Word of God primarily is through the cynical lens, all right? The primary lens that they see the Word of God, I said the world, but I meant the Word of God. Um, and so the that, that primary lens is uh, is cynicism, all right? When they, they crack open their Bible, it is cynicism. They see the parts that don't line up with their pain, their own journey of, say, being wounded or hurt, which is primarily we're going after, but can it also be, it can also be ego, it can also be pride, uh, it can also uh, be um, that there that, that that particular Christian, because of the breaking under, has aligned their beliefs and their convictions more with the world than they have with the Word of God. And when that happens, uh, they can they can become a modificationalist Christian. Um, to do that, all right. So to so remember to for you to see the Word of God through the lens of cynicism. Um, you, you have to modify the Bible, the message of hope itself, to fit this dark, new, cynical understanding. All right, the only way to line up this gospel of hope to be a gospel of kind of this, this dark, cynical way of viewing the world and the Word of God is, uh, the only way to do that is, uh, is to modify the gospel of hope. It's the only way to do it. All right, so the mental and spiritual atmosphere you surround yourself with 
uh, will affect the trajectory of your journey. We've been discussing this in this kind of this brief series on cynicism. When you surround yourself with other people that are going to uh, affirm your modifying of the gospel, then you're probably going to modify the gospel. And again, we talked about this in the last episode. We're going to talk about it briefly again about just how which direction influence is going. And after you've been broken under and wounded and hurt by a spiritual leader, the temptation to walk in this cynicism in this modifying the gospel is increased. One of the most profound scriptures that that talks about it directly is found in the little book of Jude at the, you know, kind of the back of the New Testament. And uh, so in Jude chapter 1, verse 4, there's only one chapter, but I often just put it in there just because we're so used to other chapters in the, in, in the Bible. So Jude 4, or Jude 1, 4, whatever is your fancy. For certain men whose condemnation was written about long ago have secretly slipped in among you. They are godless men who change the grace of our God into a license for immorality and deny Jesus Christ, our only sovereign and Lord. Whether to fit in with sin, as we discussed in our last podcast, or to change the nature of the gospel itself, you will find those who will support you modifying the word of God. Doesn't matter if it's for sin, doesn't matter if it's for pain uh, that you received, doesn't matter if it's the offense in your heart and soul because uh, you've seen hypocritical leaders or other hypocritical Christians. There's all sorts of reasons and motives that somebody would want to modify the gospel, modify the word of God uh, to make it line up with what's going on in their lives. And there's a problem with that. Here's the problem. We should never build a theology around our pain and our wounding. Never build your theology around your pain and your wounding. Because that pain and wounding is real to you. But others have experienced, millions of others have experienced the Holy Spirit healing them in body, soul, and spirit. And it's possible. And it actually happens a whole lot when your values uh, and and the, and the, the, the kingdom culture that those people are around facilitate it. And so we cannot build a theology based around our offense or our ego. We shouldn't build our theology around what's not happening in our lives. If we wish, we wish to God that even though that we, because of we've been broken under, we've been hurt and wounded by this, this senior leader in the church in our lives, whether we're a staff pastor again, or a key lay leader, or a volunteer in the church, what, what, however you'd classify your, the way you serve, and you've been hurt and wounded, you've been kicked to the curb, kick to the stoop as we talked about a few episodes ago it's like we cannot build a belief system around the hurt the pain and the wounding if we do we will only find ourselves in more despair more lost more broken more hurt and more wounded all right so jude talks about this that that they actually changed the grace of our god into a license for immorality this would have fit into the last podcast it also fits into this one because the word of god is really against immorality. We see that in, in the Word of God. We see that in the living Word of God. It's really not, the Bible's really not for sin at all, ever. Uh, and so it's it's really hard to fit in uh, the, the uh, it's really hard to fit in a modified gospel into the Word of God. 
Back to the original point, though, is that you will find people that will come alongside you and will affirm that. And they'll have all the different labels. Some of them will use the old labels. You know, very few people in this day and age will, um, in, in the day and age of podcasting, will actually use that label that was, say, used back in the 1800s, right? Nobody will use whatever those trendy names were for a modificationless Christian then, they're going to use now. And and again, I'm not going to repeat them because there's, you know, there, every season there's a new one. Every season there's, a, you know, progressive Christianity or whatever it is, uh, liberal theology. It always There's always some new trendy package for it, but it's the same thing. It takes the truth of God and it modifies it for the sake for, to make a license for immorality. And you will always find people that will come alongside you. Now, just like I mentioned in the last podcast, God loves them. God wants them to come back uh, to the heart of Jesus and have a childlike faith again. Um, but you're not responsible for them. The only th person you're responsible is for you and the track that your spiritual walk is going on. I mean, maybe someday you will go back to those people after you've been healed and you've re-embraced childlike faith and you've been healed from this deep wounding that that you received no fault of your own because you've served Jesus faithfully and then, you know, this this leader in the church wounded you. Well, there's nothing you can you can do for it now. Now you need to get healed. Now you need to be careful and be aware of the pitfalls that a cynical attitude is going to produce in you after you've been hurt and wounded by another leader. The second thing is, the most important thing is, which I kind of already touched on, but we're going to do take a, a bit more of a deep dive into this, is beware of the temptation to modify the gospel to fit your pain. Beware of the temptation to, to modify the gospel just to fit your pain. Now, we talked a little bit last episode, or a lot last episode, about, about modifying the gospel or surrendering your conviction for righteousness. All right, those, those things, those ways that you used to walk in the Lord and you were convicted in the Holy Spirit to walk in the ways of the Lord. All right, and then you surrender them because your pain and wounding through cynicism causes you to do that. We're just primarily talking about modifying the gospel or the word of God itself. So we're just using it. We're using the term the gospel slash the word of God. We're kind of using them interchangeably in this podcast, even though we know that that one is different. One is very much the, the proclamation to the community or those who don't know Jesus. And then, then we, you know, the word of God is the entire Bible, but we're kind of using them. In, I'm using them interchangeably for this podcast. So just in case if there was any questions about that, I mean, there is a, there is a distinct difference, but we're, I'm just using those general terms. The pain and the cynicism is overwhelming at times. When the trust that we had with a spiritual leader in our lives is betrayed and broken, the pain and the wounding spinning into cynicism can be overwhelming. I mean, it can literally be emotionally, spiritually overwhelming. It can be, it can author anxiety and depression. Uh, it can put our, the trajectory of our lives in a tailspin. It can do all those, it can do, do lots of other things as well, like negative things that we need to be aware of and we need to fight and we need to be healed from. But it can be overwhelming. Our heart is bruised. Our effort in the Lord has been dishonored by, say, that senior leader, another group of leaders as a staff pastor, again, as a, as a key lay leader or as a volunteer in the church. We're even discarded socially. We haven't even gone into 
uh, podcasts and, and, and blogs on that. We'll be, uh, there'll be more material on that. Like what to do when you are, we kind of touched on a little bit, a couple podcasts ago with being, you know, what do you do when you're out on the stoop? But there's this, what do you do socially when you're cut off? And all sorts of negative things are being believed about you that are untrue. How do you how do you journey with that? How do you deal with it? Well, we're going to be dealing with that in other times. But but in, in regards to modifying the gospel to fit your pain that you're experiencing with those, that's what we're going after today. Under those terrible circumstances, it can be easy to fall into the trap of modifying the word of God to fit our pain. To say, here is my pain, and let's 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 take the gospel, let's take the word of God, and let's let's build around my pain to make it feel better or to soothe the, you know, the, the ego. Um, maybe that was bruised or the offense or the bitterness. Those are the negative things. But also there's just, just general like pain and wounding that that um, we just want to wrap the word of God around, but we, we modify it in doing so. And so we've got to be really careful about it. We're returning back to Job in this next scripture, Job 16. We've kind of in this brief, you know, kind of three-part series, we've been uh, we've been diving into uh, the book of Job because there ain't nobody better in the Word of God who understands what it's like to have to lose so much and be confronted with the spirit of cynicism uh, and wrestle with it. Sometimes, you know, giving into it at least in a, in a small way. Um, or, you know, kind of in a, in a big way, but in the end, seeing the faithfulness to the Lord reap spiritual healing and fruit in his life. All right, so Job chapter 16, verses 6 and 7 reads, Yet if I speak, my pain is not relieved, and if I refrain, it does not go away. Surely, O God, you have worn me out. You have devastated my entire household. All right, man, this is, this is quite the cry. Um, there's nothing positive in this particular scripture. Job is being brutally honest. He's crying out uh, in his pain for losing so much that it's it, that it's actually overwhelming. Now, it's really interesting because Job makes this false accusation, or accusation is the right word, this false assumption, because he's really not accusing God here. He's just making this first assumption that God is what brought all this loss, hurt, pain, and, and, and wounding into his life. But according to Job chapter 1 and 2, it wasn't. This is false. Satan is the one who brought all this upon him. Now, God allowed it in his sovereignty as a test because he knew that in the end, Job, you know, God in his foreknowledge and his sovereignty knew that Job wouldn't curse the name of the Lord and, and die, as, as one of his friends said that he should do, you know, the, the friends of Job, right? So we see that it, it wasn't, it was Satan who actually authored all this pain in his life. And so we know that when you are broken under, you find yourself in a, in a situation where you have been wounded and hurt by a, by a spiritual leader, you know, in the church, in your life, that you know, it's, it's Satan uses the situation, the flesh, you know, and, and, and that's all, all those things are wrapped in, right? The, the, you know, sin itself, uh, coming through somebody who is just journeying out with Jesus themselves, a leader or whatever. We know that there's all sorts of other vectors and God will allow you to go through those tests, but he's not directly authoring those, those. And so Job is making this false assumption that God brought it upon him, but it wasn't. It was Satan. So when we when we 
wrestle with the issue of cynicism because of our broken under season that we go through. Um, we can often modify the truth to fit our pain. Oh, this is God bringing this on me because, um, you know, maybe I sinned or I really am, I'm really not that good. I'm really the lies that that spiritual leader spoke over us. That spiritual leader might have said, you're no good for ministry. You're no good at, you know, this point of ministry. It's preaching, it's leading worship, it's doing, leading a Bible study. Well, you name it. There's hundreds of different ways to serve the Lord in the church and outside of the church. And they might have spoken death over you, over your gifting, over your calling, whatever it is. And you might believe that lie. Don't modify the gospel for that sake. And on the other side, it, it might be because the cynicism has authored all that pain and wounding and you've got offense and you've got ego and pride that's all tied up there and you want to modify the gospel uh, be, to facilitate your wounding and your offense and your bitterness uh, and get, you want to make other people pay. Well, one of the ways to make other Christians pay is to, to modify the word of God to say that he will bring judgment upon them. That is, that's a prudent example that we have to be aware of. We are to speak blessing upon those, right? If we're supposed to love our enemies and do good to them, then that certainly means that we are to love and be graceful to those pastors, um, those, those, or those other group of leaders that we're responsible to that maybe have or did wound us deeply. And so we have to be careful not to modify the scripture not to modify the gospel itself and turn it into something that it is not, all right? A gospel of hopelessness or judgment. It is a it is a gospel of salvation and redemption and peace, love, and joy. And we know that comes through, and we know that that comes through uh, repentance. It comes through surrender. It comes through the recognition of the cross of Christ, all right? So again, we're not, we're not turning this into, a, you know, all you need is love gospel. We're not talking about that. Uh, we are talking about, you know, not modifying it away from the powerful redemption of the Word of God. We do not want to strip the power of the Word of God uh, to change us. And we do not want to modify the gospel for our truth um, or, or what our perceived truth is. So the result is this. Well, there's two results. The first one is that the truth is modified. All right. So that when we 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 modify the Word of God for our pain, the truth is modified. The very truth, the very words of God is modified, is changed. And therefore, the power of the word of God is then changed and modified and, and it's held back from our lives. And we need that to heal ourselves. We need the healing of the, the word of God when we've been broken under by a, a leader that we served. The second thing is that God's goodness, love, and care for us is cut off by the lie uh, that results from the mod modification of the gospel. All right, so, and again, we need God's goodness, we need his love, we need his care, and it's cut off when we modify the gospel because then it becomes a, a, a gospel, most often, almost always, it becomes a gospel of, of cynicism instead of a gospel of hope. We must beware to never modify the gospel for our pain. All right, so just some thoughts in closing that the first one is that we reject temptation or we reject the temptation to modify the gospel for the sake of our sin, ego, or even for our pain, even as that pain is, ju is justified. All right, Taking the hard bits of scripture and changing them to fit 
our circumstance will always be a sinkhole of diminishing spiritual returns because you strip the word of God of its power. We need the entire counsel of God intact in all its power to be healed from the wounding that we received. That's kind of, that's where the devil wants us to be, to be stuck in this rut, not being able to get out of this rut of we've modified the gospel, stripping of its power. And when we strip it of its power, it doesn't have the power then to heal the deep woundings that we received at the hands of, say, a hypocritical leader in the church who wounded us. And so we cannot, uh, we cannot modify the gospel and expect to get to a place of healing. So I want to encourage you to let the word of God change you unmodified by sin or ego or that deep wounding. When we modify the gospel, we strip its power and we don't want to see that. The goal of Broken Rising Ministries, and hopefully has been encouragement of this kind of like this mini series of, of, uh, of podcasts that we've been doing these through this three part. When it comes to cynicism, we have to reject cynicism and chase after childlike faith. We, we must be aware when that cynicism is causing us to, you know, relinquish our conviction for righteousness in the Lord. And we have to be really careful of this modern trend to be a modificationalist Christian that changes the word of God and strips the power of the word of God, you know, out of our lives. So I want to encourage you uh, to walk in the childlike faith of Jesus, even though you've been hurt and wounded spiritually uh, and emotionally by a spiritual senior leader in the church. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. I want to encourage you to hit the like button and the subscribe button. Uh, Check out all of our social feeds on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And I want to encourage you uh, to visit brokenrising.com. At our website, there are links to all sorts of free resources that come out weekly uh, to bless those of you who are journeying or are journeying with people who have been wounded uh, by uh, a senior church leader or leaders in the church or the church in general. So I want to encourage you to check out brokenrising.com. I want to encourage you, there are some new and exciting resources coming up and uh, we're going to have some announcements on those soon. So uh, I want to encourage you to keep rising above in the Lord and we'll see you next episode on the Broken Rising podcast. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. I hope that it was a real blessing to you and your journey with the Lord and your journey of healing. I want to introduce you to a brand new resource from Broken Rising Ministries. It's my new book, Broken Under, Rising Above. And it's a roadmap, a journey of healing for those who have been spiritually and emotionally wounded by a leader in the church. It's a roadmap that will lead you on a journey of healing from the pain of betrayal from a leader. It's a a roadmap that will lead you to the place of restoration in your life and in your ministry. And I know it's going to be a blessing to you. It's going to be a blessing to the church at large as we see people come to a, a greater degree of healing from being wounded or abused spiritually and emotionally by a church leader. So it's coming out in March 2022, so I want to encourage you to, uh, to check out this new resource. It is going to be a blessing to many. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast. For more podcasts and resources, please visit brokenrising.com and connect with our pages on Facebook and Instagram. This podcast is copyright Broken Rising Ministries.